and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Monday. January 2nd of 2017. We're not dead yet. 18 days until Donald Trump is sworn into office. That's going to be a sad day. Mm -hmm. Then we have the first 100 days to deal with, which are going to be shitty. The whole thing is going to be shitty, man. Yeah. I have some real fucking angst about the whole deal. Especially before we came down here watching that piece on Rachel Maddow, I was like, holy fuck. Crazy shit. Crazy it's, shit. I feel at times, like I, tr- I tell people, Mike, it's not always looking at the puzzle piece. It's looking at all the pieces. Uh-huh. Like, you're just looking at a piece of the puzzle. You see this, and you're not trying to put it together. It's like, well, when you look at this going on, and then this happens over here, and this happens over here, all these people are tied together. You don't think some fuckery's going on? Oh, yeah. Well, and and I love the Rachel Maddow, you know, in the opening segment of her show, typically takes you on this little adventure, yeah. this little story where she gives you all of this background information. And you're wondering, where the fuck is this going, man? What the hell is she talking about? Yeah. Where, what is the end game here of this little story? And tonight it was all about Donald Trump and the government of Indonesia. And the, the Freeport uh, copper mines. Yeah. And how when in, was that August? Donald Trump was giving a speech. No, it was no, September. September third of two thousand fifteen, or yeah, something like that. Because that's when he signed the pledge, yeah. but he dated it wrong. Yeah. He dated it in August, uh, and then he basically finished this whole thing of announcing that he was going to sign the Republican pledge to back the eventual nominee. Yeah, and then he, you know, started walking off, and everybody kind of started to filter out, and he all of a sudden came back dragging along this little indonesian man with him and said oh this is so and so he's He's, speaker of the house for indonesia very powerful man a great man and apparently that guy three weeks later was exposed as yeah so this this could have happened before he even met trump because it was a the audio tapes were exposed came out three weeks later right yeah yeah so it could have been this meeting yeah (laughs) so he had this meeting with somebody Somebody from that represents that the, the mining company. Yeah, uh, a large because they, they were going to have to renew their lease soon. Yeah, their their lease was set to expire in 2021 or something. Yeah. they were trying to renegotiate it. Um, and they have on tape this Indonesian House Speaker basically shaking the guy down for four billion dollars. That's billion with a B. Yeah, he wanted four billion dollars in order to get this through the Indonesian government. And they have this all on tape, 
They, they, he was forced to resign out of all of this, uh, went to court and the tapes were not allowed as evidence. Which you got to have friends in high places <laughs> not to have that tape admitted when it's the so, key piece of evidence. So he was acquitted of any legal wrongdoing and then was voted back into office. Yes. And this is a guy who Donald Trump has close ties with and... And who also on December 31st of 2016 allowed Trump's golf courses to go through to be built there. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then there was the guy that has no actual spot in the White House. He's just an advisor that happens to be the largest shareholder in the Freeport Copper Mines. Weird how that works out. And he also gets to help be advising on EPA regulations. Hmm. Hmm. You would think a the world's largest copper mine would like it if the EPA got out of their way so they could just dump their waste wherever they wanted. Well, it's a lot less expensive for the company. True. True. In, in dollars, I mean, fuck the workers' health and the environment. And they get bottled water anyways. All of the all of the people who have to live around the mine, you know, fuck them. It yeah. doesn't really matter. That's 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 not going to make any money. No. So, well, I mean, that's you got to get rid of the EPA regulations so they can pay the 4 billion dollars to uh, the short Asian guy in Indonesia. Well, sure. And the guy who Trump has nominated to head the EPA is fucking suing the EPA yeah. right now. So. That's, how, 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 is, how do you have a job? How do you get the position for the place? I mean, so is he technically suing himself self now? Not himself. The agency that he would be heading. But if he's which, the head of the agency, if it comes to like a deposition, and he has, to, would he have to sit up there for the head of the agency being deposed <laughs> on his own? <laughs> I have no idea how that's <laughs> all going to work out, man. It's all fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm confused on. I don't know how that would work. I I don't know either. It it the mind boggles. <laughs> it's it's a shit show, man. But it's, it's not just that. It's even the uh uh I can't I can't fucking think of his name right now. The guy who runs uh he's uh, the big shareholder of Exxon that's getting the uh oh, Rex for, Tillerson. Yeah, yeah. And he'll be able to do uh dealings with internationally, and it just so happens that Russia, his plan with Russia for it was a five hundred billion dollar deal got denied. Hmm. Well, now that he's in that position, guess what? He can make go through <laughs> Exxon's deal with Russia. Hmm. Well, or yes. although with with uh, Obama's sanctions on Russia, he can't do that now until those sanctions are lifted because part of those sanctions was money transactions having to do with oil. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that I mean, Trump and the rest of the Republican Congress and administration will make short shrift of oh. anything Obama's done to try yeah. to block any of that. I mean, yeah. they're they're going to wield the power in the House and the Senate. And the presidency, soon to be the fucking Supreme Court. And yep. then Trump has been left with over a hundred federal court judge vacancies that so he will Obama wasn't to... able to appoint because of obstructionism. Yeah. So he'll be able to uh, make all the nukes he wants in his new arms race with Russia and uh, have the codes. It'll be amazing. So beautiful. Most, most beautiful sunsets you've ever seen. <laughs> I seriously, I mentioned earlier that I... I, I have a lot of angst over this, some general, some, some real and general fear going on inside yeah. me at the prospect of this all happening in 18 goddamn days. Yeah. And the thing is, most people are like, well, you don't have to worry. Congress won't allow it to happen. Like, no, you're not looking at it either because Congress and Senate are all fucking Republicans and will get behind them on everything to prove that they were right. 
They're already talking about repealing Obamacare, stripping the EPA. I don't know what we can do about it other than continue talking about it and showing up at rallies and demonstrations and writing our Congress people and saying, look, fucko, (laughs) you are are a terrible person for the things that you are doing, and we will make sure that you are voted out of office as soon as possible. But the American people's memory is so short. They don't, they don't give a fuck. No. How do you get people to give a fuck? It's going to have to hurt them. Yeah. I mean, that ultimately, that's what motivates people, right? It's, it's when something affects them personally. Yeah. That's, that's what it's going to take. And, and then you have to make sure that the Trump machine doesn't spin it into somebody else's fault is why you are currently suffering well, these consequences. It's going to be hard for them not to because when Obama took office, he came in during a horrible recession where we were losing jobs every day. The stock market was going down. Nothing was good. And all, all that came back up. Now we have a record high stock market. We, he has the record for most amount of job growth. Uh, consecutive job growth. Mm-hmm. Um, he's what was he only increased eighty two months now? Yeah, of, it was eighty two or eighty three. This might have been is it, this month might have been or December might be like the eighty second or eighty third month consistent. I think they said previously yeah. it was fifty something. Yeah, fifty something was the previous record. So he's he nearly doubled it while he was in office. Right. Then I forgot my train of thought on the next thought. Now I'm just going to keep talking about how I lost my thought <laughs> on the next one. The other really good thing Obama did well unemployment. <laughs> Unemployment's at a record low. Yeah. And they, I think they said they, they consider 4% to be zero. Full employment, yeah. And we're at like 4.2. Yeah. Like we're right, we're almost at that level that they consider everybody's gainfully employed. Yeah. That's looking for jobs. That is kind of the little niche in there. But then when they say people leaving the job, like we've got a record number of people leaving the job market. It's like, yeah, you got all the baby boomers finally retiring. Yeah, it's a, it's, there's a huge number of people who are just have given up looking for work anymore. They're yeah. not even searching for work anymore. Okay, and they have the luxury of doing that because of what? Yeah. Because of money that they were able to save and invest in the stock market. Maybe some of the social safety nets that we yeah. have in place, Social Security, Medicare, those things. They have that coverage. They can afford to actually not look for work anymore. Yeah. But now when Oh, Trump- fuck, that's terrible. W- w- yeah. When Trump takes office, he's going to be going into a nice house. Everything's in in good order. Yeah. If it gets fucked up, there is no way possible they can blame it on the Obama administration. No, what we're what we're what we're seeing now with these with these record high unemployment numbers and the stock market crashing, it was a bubble. It was all a bubble yeah. set to burst just as soon. And if 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 Obama had stayed in office, it would have burst under him as well. It's just you know these things happen. That will be it. They will spin it however the fuck they want, and credulous dummies will lap it up. I saw you were having that argument with that lady on your Facebook. I saw going on about that stuff. Like, oh, they're just, they're bad. They're fake news, and that's fake news, and I can't trust that. Yeah, the Washington Post is all fake news. That lady's nuts, man. Now, granted- She, She was saying the Washington Post posts fake news, but she had posted shit like, Without irony or or calling out how weird and strange it was, she was posting shit from Infowars as, you need to look at this. Yeah. And then I get called a bully for calling people out like this on my timeline. I don't go and shit on their timeline anywhere. I post something. Somebody fucking crazy pops up on my timeline, posts some goddamn nonsense. Yeah. I call him out for it. And then other people are like, well, Danny's sure a real bully. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck me. Oh. 
what would you like me to do? If I get someone start posting bullshit on my, like the one guy I had posting bullshit on my timeline one time, and he's like, well, I'm, I'm free to have my opinion. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what your opinion is. I care about facts. <laughs> and I wish you did too. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I get called a bully by people all the fucking time and I'm like, okay. You clearly, came here. Clearly, clearly you and I have had a disagreement in the past and you didn't back up your side well enough or whatever. And so now I'm a bully because yeah. I disagreed with you. Okay, whatever. I get tired of shit like that. It's, you know, if you want to troll me, all of our <laughs> listeners, if you want to troll me, the thing that you can troll me, the, 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 oh. that is the easiest thing in the world to troll me on. Let me guess. Is, what? It, is it GMOs? No. Oh. I mean, just, just in a general sense of dealing with me, if you want to troll me, you should assign a motivation for something that I've written. Without asking me what the, what the uh, real motivation is, just just you know, if I make a comment, then you straw man that into something else and assign a motivation behind it of me being an asshole. Oh my god, that's the quickest way to. That's the well, best and easiest way to troll me because I can't fucking stand that. Dan Ellis is just trying to say that we're all stupid little ignorant <laughs> fuckers and and we're not worth the time of day. Way to go there, Dan. That's what he said to me. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll get you removed from my friends list like quicker than anything. Now I can't. I, I've I've wanted to steal your tactic on Facebook, but I just don't have the time to do it. What's like, because usually I'm on my phone. Because you literally will copy what they said and rebuke what they say right after it, then copy what they said, then rebuke it. Well, yeah. Well, and I do that in order to make in order to make it clear exactly what I'm addressing. Yeah, and why, yeah. You know? Because if they post this long fucking screen, which they usually do, that. Then it's like, okay, well, I can try to answer this, but it's going to be a little hard to follow exactly what I'm yeah. answering in this. So I'll take exactly what they wrote and then answer it. And then another little bit of what they wrote and answer it. And and to me, it's it's my way of trying to communicate more effectively, right? Yeah. It's It's trying to say, okay, you said this and I disagree and here's why. You said this and I disagree and here's why. And people, some people, uh, a friend of mine that I've known for years and years – took me doing that with something that he had said as me being an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be an asshole yeah. here. I disagree. You said this, and I disagree, and here's why. And it, yeah, so. Copying and pasting on mobile isn't as easy as, I'm usually on mobile, and I'm like, I don't got fucking time for this. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel like I can't win, man. Like, there's just, yeah. it doesn't matter what I say. Somebody's going to be pissed off about it. Well, that's why, I, like I said, when we're walking down here, I was making a whole list of everybody in the Obama administration with their credentials and everything for someone telling me they're waiting for his cronies to get out of office and yeah. try to point out, like, no, all these people legitimately had a career field in these positions before they became the head of it, you know, so they deserve to be in that position. And I was halfway through researching everybody and going through all their stuff. I said, he ain't going to fucking read this. Why am I spending an hour putting this together when he's not even going to fucking read it? <laughs> oh, poor Grant. Grant is the most patient person online. He's very eloquent. He states things very clearly. Mm -hmm. uh, he, I, I hardly ever see Grant lose his cool when he's arguing with somebody online. And he'll write these, these long replies yeah. and, you know, and it's clear that the person that he's writing them to doesn't really fucking read them. <laughs> and that's just soul crushing because you, you know that you he spent put, the time. Yeah. He put some effort into yeah. making a, a coherent, logical argument for why he believes the way he does. And this person is just like, yeah, you posted that. I'm not going to fucking read it because Trump. Do, do, do. Yeah. 
Because Republicans do, yay! Which goes back to the problem of Facebook and news. If people only want a headline, they want three lines, that's it. Yeah, and they hardly ever read the underlying story. They look at the fucking headline and the byline, and that's it. Which they're you, like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, which you can tell when you go on. To, I like going on the common pages, especially on the local KSL one, because mm. the headline never has anything to usually. It's a you know, it's to, <laughs> it's to catch your eye to get you to go click on it and it's go read bait. the. Yeah. It is, and then you read through the article like like why did they give it that headline? But then you read the comments, people are like, oh man, that's so stupid. I mean, how are they? I'm like, well, you obviously did not read you the didn't article. Even bother to read the article. You read the headline and made an assumption based on that. Yeah. When the article is like, no, it's a dis- uh, a misleading headline. Which is bullshit. And now don't you look like a dumbass. Most of them probably <laughs> but then just they, don't but care. Then they just, they'll just run right yeah. fucking past that and be like, well, it doesn't matter. Because it, if the story had been about the headline, <laughs> then it was really stupid, right? And that's what I'm talking about. Okay, now you're just being a fucking giant asshole. Yeah. That's not what the story was about. You got caught out because you posted a comment that made it clear you didn't read the goddamn article, and now you're still refusing to acknowledge yeah. that you were just being an ignorant fucko. Yeah, the one I saw yesterday was about the the whale in the East River in uh, New York. I haven't heard that. So there was a whale in the East River in New York. Okay. And it has a whole story about the East River. Uh-huh. And everybody in the comments like, well, huh, whales can't go into freshwater. It's like, you would even read the thing <laughs> talking about the fact that the East River is a saltwater uh, uh, estuary. It's not in freshwater. Yes, it says river, but it's not an actual river. It's an estuary. They just call it the East River. And it's saltwater. It's brackish water. That's why he's in there. That's why he can survive. And everybody's like, well, maybe he's going into freshwater to get the barnacles off of him. That's what <laughs> sailors used to do. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Hey, everybody, this is Sex. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome probably going to be the most simplest one for you to answer, but what if you're wrong? Well, what if I'm wrong? I mean, anybody could be wrong. We could all be wrong about the flying spaghetti monster and the pink unicorn and the flying teapot. Um, You happen to have been brought up, I would presume, in the Christian faith. You know what it's like not to believe in a particular faith because you're not a Muslim, you're not a Hindu. Why aren't you a Hindu? Because you happen to have been brought up in America, not in India. If you'd been brought up in, Indo- in India, you'd be a Hindu. If you were brought up in, in um, Denmark in the time of the Vikings, you'd be believing in Wotan and Thor. If you were brought up in, in classical Greece, you'd be believing in, in Zeus. If you were brought up in Central Africa, you'd be believing in the great juju up the mountain. There's no particular reason to pick on the Judeo-Christian God in which by the sheerest accident you happen to have been brought up and and ask me the question, what if I'm wrong? What if you're wrong about the great juju at the bottom of the sea?
this is Danielle Moscato, civil rights activist, trans woman, extraordinaire, and public speaker. You are listening to Godless Revolution, and I hope you enjoy the show. We just had New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. And I got so drunk. <laughs> I was I was very, 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 very intoxicated. I can remember parts of the night and the parts that I don't remember. Fortunately or unfortunately enough, there were lots of videos being taken, so I can relive my greatest moments of the evening. <laughs> but I was talking to Kevin Newman yeah. about, I had listened to one of Sam Harris's recent podcasts, and it was Harris and Dawkins on stage, just, you know, kind of a conversation, and then they start taking comments from the audience, or questions from the audience. And one of the questions was... Something along the lines of, you know, how do you deal with the charge of being an intellectual elite? You know, and, and this concept or notion of elitism among uh, intelligent people, basically. Sick. You know, how do you handle that? And, and Dawkins' reply was, well, I think that that's kind of bullshit. And why, why would it be bad to be intellectually elite? I think we should own that. Yeah. Why run from that? That's not something to be afraid or ashamed of. You should own that. And and if I'm more intelligent than somebody else, then yes, I have no problem admitting that or trying to get the other person to see that, yes, I may have more knowledge about you in this in this particular field of study or whatever. That's calling somebody an intellectual elite shouldn't be viewed as as a denigrating comment. You should take that with. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes, I am rather intellectual, and it's a pity that you're not. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I can, I, I might be able to see where the the guy asking the question might be coming from a little bit, because it's almost like a celebrity. Well, yeah. even though Dawkins is technically a celebrity to, to an extent, like it's not a Hollywood celebrity, but, you know, you'll get nervous going up to that person because they're at the celebrity stature. Even though they're they're just like you, they shit and piss and eat just like you do everybody poops right everybody poops <laughs> but there's something bigger about them so t- to me if i were to go to richard dawkins i don't know if i would have the balls to ask him a question or have a conversation with him because i know i'm not coming from the same intelligence side of it and it would be intimidating <laughs> uh yeah well, I would be intimidated by somebody like that too. You know, I, 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 shit, I was listening to something else, another podcast, and they were talking about, oh, I, I think it's just, I started, I mentioned when Justin was yeah. on the show yeah. a couple of weeks ago that I've been going back and that I had started going back and listening to the Reasonable Doubts shows again. Yeah. And they, they talked about having Hitchens out for a talk somewhere in Michigan and, that they were they were all so terrified of you know actually meeting him and speaking to him because you know he he's able his his quick wit is able to tear anybody down immediately and and you don't want to say the wrong the thing bullshit. you don't want to say the wrong thing because you're a big fan and you don't want to seem dumb or whatever and they're like but you know he's he was one of the warmest nicest kindest yeah. people and just spent you know a long time just sitting around chatting with them and yeah. and, and that it was awesome and I never got that opportunity. I never got to meet him yeah. before he died. And I think the difference between their intellect and someone like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's intellect is Neil deGrasse Tyson 
will will bring it down a level when mm. when on stage when talking. Yeah, he will talk in a, in layman's terms. He'll say the scientific side of it, but then bring it down to a layman's term to where people can understand it better. Where I don't think uh, Dawkins really does that very well. He keeps it very scientific and clinical usually when he's talking. Yeah. And to some people that might just fly right over their heads, like, yeah, they like the guy, but they're like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about right now. <laughs> it's it's like those intellectual debates uh, and and f- philosophical debates that when I was but a wee baby atheist and started listening to different debates and everything, and it was, you know, I'd, I'd hear all of the old arguments about atheism but it was stuff that i understood right and i'd be like yeah yeah that's a great point and yeah you yeah. you tell him and you nailed him on that and blah 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 and then i would hear and then i'd go and try to listen to another debate let's say it was william lane craig <laughs> okay because he he uses a lot of jargon and scientific terms to to sound reasonable and he's really not in a lot of his arguments, but he uses all of these terms that I wasn't all that familiar with initially. And I'm like, this debate is dumb. I don't understand what yeah. they're talking about. So I'm going to tune out. And now, now those are some of my favorite debates to watch because I'm like, okay, this is a more high minded debate about religion. Yeah. It's dealing more with philosophy and just our concepts of how we believe and why we believe and blah, blah, blah. And of course, Craig's arguments all fail, but he uses really good rhetoric while he's he while does he's and, and debating. So. The reason why Christians might like him debating and think he's so awesome because they don't know what the fuck he's talking about either. Yeah, they're just like but that sounds, sounds smart. Really good. He sounds like a smart guy. <laughs> he must be right. <laughs> I'm glad he's on my team. That makes complete sense because I don't understand a thing about of it. <laughs> I think that's. I think that has a lot to do with. Somebody's sense of feeling secure in, well, I don't understand it, but this guy sounds really fucking smart, and he's a lot smarter than me, and he's a believer too, so I'm okay. What's like I found when I've read some of Richard Dawkins' books, like when I first started reading them, I had to actually stop sometimes and go, I don't know what the fuck that means. Let me go figure (laughs) it out so that way I can comprehend what the rest of this is all about because I don't know what that is. Right. Because then it gets to be like math, right? Like you have to learn different concepts and terminology to understand the full picture, right? But I also Because if you don't, like if you let some of it slide, then you may not get the whole gist of what he's trying to say. But I also understand his standpoint because I think I heard him talk one time. Someone says, hey, why do you use scientific terms all the time? And he's like, because I don't, I want the scientific terms to have their scientific meaning. Mm. He goes, I'm not going to, I'm going to use the word, you know, scientific, like when there's talking about facts, like this is a scientific fact. Because I'm not going to say it's the layman's term of it or anything, because I want to use the scientific term because I want those, that verbiage to be out there and being used because it's different. Science talks in a different language that unless you talk in it, you're not going to understand it. So I'm going to keep talking in it to make sure people hear it. And then maybe we'll. Learn yeah, it. Yeah, same language but different meanings, right? Yeah. Like a, a theory when discussing a scientific theory is different than the way people use it in common speak. Right? Yeah. Where it's just, oh, my theory is blah, blah, blah. When what they mean is more along the lines of a scientific hypothesis. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's the same language but different definitions or different usages for those terms within the realm of science. And, and I think that's what he's trying to hit home. It's like, I want those to be like, I want you to understand what this actually means. And so I'm going to talk about it the way it's actually supposed to be versus the way you want me to talk. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Uh, we have some we have some news stories. Uh, we have a Louis Gohmert. We have somebody from the Jim Baker Slop Bucket Show. Ah, Slop Buckets. We have Ken Ham, and we have Michael Savage. I think we could probably cover all of these. Yeah, I want to do the Re- the Rwanda one because that's just funny. We'll throw that in there. When we need a, a break. The Rwanda. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one now. <laughs> so, well, let's let's start off with Louis Gomert. All right. Because we haven't heard from him for a little while. No, we haven't. But he believes that Trump saved us from the brink of devastation and unprecedented persecution of Christians. Like, what? And I think th- this is a little bit older. He's talking to Virginia Talk radio host Rob Schilling. Okay. And so that the election was that election day was quote the brink for this country, but the Trump's win saved us from quote devastation and Christians being persecuted like had never happened in the history of this country, because they're so persecuted. Uh huh. We came to election night as as the brink for this country, and it could have gone either way, and I knew that Trump had a better chance of being said, but we can never, ever allow this country to come that close to immediately losing four of the first ten uh, rights, first ten amendments uh, that the founders gave us. What the fuck is he talking about? Um, I don't know. Well, because our first amendment is, you know... F- Free speech and freedom of religion, mm-hmm. uh, freedom of the press. <laughs> two of which, <laughs> two what of those is, three things, Donald Trump has pretty much said he would like to ban, get away from. Yeah. Uh, uh, second is is guns, freedom to bear arms. I like guns. Guns are okay. Um, now I'm going to fuck up on the third and fourth amendment. Just don't bring them to my rally. Because uh, one of the third and fourth, I thought was the. Uh, the right the legal to search and uh, yeah the legal search and seizure. And I can't think what the other one is right now. The fifth know. is not to wrongly incriminate yourself. But I can't think of what the other one is in there. What the third is? Yeah, it's the third because the fourth is the search and seizure. Search and seizure. Uh, does that have to do with uh, property? Because there is one with property saying you don't you don't have to uh, you don't have to give up your property to what the you government. What you got property? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is a property one. No soldier shall in time of peace be courted in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in times of war, but in the manner of to be prescribed by law. So the Third Amendment is that you that soldiers can't just take over your house. So I don't know where the fuck. What? When did we ever? When? When were we under like? The illusion that, oh, shit, soldiers are going to take over my home. Well, and- when Russia invades the United States and then we've got our troops on the ground trying to get them out of here. That's why I wonder if they he can't even- just take over your house. You can say, yeah. no, you fight the Russians from that parking structure. Go fight them from Trump Tower. I wonder Go if to he- Miralago, invade their fucking state. It's really nice, I hear. I wonder if he just added the other two in there to make it sound like it's more. When he really only meant, well, my freedom of religion to be a bigot and my guns that no one was taken away. Hmm. Well, let's see. Maybe he'll explain it a bit more. We just cannot ever let it come that close again. Uh, you know, Hillary had made clear that uh, she... 
supported uh, the position of the UN that we need an international law that makes it a crime to say anything negative about Islam. And what? When? She never made that clear. And since when was it an international crime to make fun of Islam? It isn't. They're, they've tried to pass blasphemy laws. Yeah, Islamic countries have tried to pass blasphemy they've laws. They've tried to do it at the UN, too. Though. Yeah, the, the, the Islamic countries that are part of the UN yeah. have tried to pass that. Yeah. Not the whole UN. Everybody else in the UN is like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't tell people not to say your religion is hokey because it's hokey. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even Loretta Lynch supported a law that made it a crime to de- deny man-made uh, global warming. But, you know, it still doesn't, all the cars and the industry we have still doesn't account for the polar ice caps melting on Mars, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just fucking rambling. Like, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Yes. Our emissions reach all the way to Mars and have melted their <laughs> that's, polar that's ice caps. Why, yeah, that, that made the polar ice caps mm. on Mars melt. What a dummy. <laughs> I'm still troubled by that. But anyway. Um, I'm troubled and, by something that never fucking happened. Of course, or does it make sense? Uh, to Hillary Clinton. And of course, uh, you've got due process issues. And you remember that she was. Uh, uh, on the Watergate committee, it was the extremist saying that because what Nixon did was so bad, he shouldn't even be entitled to a lawyer. Uh, and we were going to make her president. And uh, Huma Abedin was going to be the most powerful uh, advisor that mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton had, uh, a woman who's who was placed as her intern in 1996 at a time when her name was on the uh, masthead for the Journal for Muslim Minority Affairs, started by a man named Nassif. She worked for Nassif. Nassif was given... She's a Muslim woman who worked for somebody. That happened to be Muslim. That doesn't mean that she's trying to take over the fucking country. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is this comes from the same dummy who thinks that the United States military... Performing exercises in Texas yeah. means that they're means during Jade Helm that they're going to take over the state of Texas. Yeah, something that is already part of the United the States. States. Like, what a dummy! Credit by Osama bin Laden as helping to radicalize Osama bin Laden, and uh, you know she stayed on that masthead right up until 2008 when Hillary was about to be named the new Secretary of State, and she disappeared off the masthead. But uh, You mean when she wasn't working there anymore? Yeah, maybe she resigned. (laughs) Funny how it works. She all of a sudden isn't working there anymore, and her name mysteriously disappears from the masthead. Weird. It's a conspiracy, (laughs) clearly. Uh, Her... Her late father's ties and leadership in the Muslim Brotherhood. Her mother's. Uh, what they about all wear those little bow ties, right? <laughs> yes. Well, what about what about Trump's father's ties to the KKK? <laughs> oh, those no, those 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 weren't ties. Those were nooses. Oh, true. Founding the Muslim Sisterhood. Uh, I mean, she had so many ties, and I've asked repeatedly, who put Huma Abedin hmm. as twenty-year-old? George Washington University student affiliated with the university's Muslim Association, started by the Muslim Brotherhood, who put her next to Hillary Clinton in 1996 as her intern. We're not talking about 
we're not talking about fucking ISIS here, okay? No. We're talking about a student group, a religious student group. It would be the same as if it were the fucking after-school clubs yeah. that the Christians perform or whatever or Jewish association that happens to be at your campus. It's the same fucking thing. They're not they're not waging war on campus. They're not or- talking about murdering other students on campus. This is a this is a social religious group. Yeah. Or not even those. I mean, like secular student alliances or the gay straight alliances and stuff. All those at schools. It's yeah, it's a school club. Yeah, and he would object to both of those two that I just said. <laughs> he would think right. that they're horrible and deplorable people, and they're trying to push his agenda on all of us because he needs his freedom of religion. Yes, which in his mind is freedom of pushing his religion, religion on, on you, you, and you shut the fuck up about yeah. your religion. You don't deserve it. There are girls all over America that would die for that position. Who put her there? Was it Alamoody? Because <laughs> Rob Alamoody uh, was helping the Clinton administration and actually helped the Bush administration for a couple of years find good Muslims to put in places of authority as chaplains in the government, military, at our prisons, and uh, good Muslims. You know, not like all of the rest of the yeah. bad Muslims. It's it's no wonder to me that Donald Trump was elected, really. I mean, we have people like Louis Gohmert, who is a sitting congressman. We have yeah. people like Michelle Bachman, who is thankfully no longer yeah. in Congress, but was elected multiple times. Yeah. And people elect the stupidest people to represent them. Yeah. And these people seriously think America's under threat of Sharia law. They're just nuts, man. They're dumb. They're dumb people. And we elect them to represent us. Yeah. How dumb do you have to be to be dumb enough to vote for somebody this dumb? Well, you're, you, you're like dumb squared, at cause, least. Because there's enough dumb people that have the same fears as these people do. We're all a nation of it's, dummies, it's man. It's the blind leading the blind. <laughs> Yeah, well, gee, he's now doing 23 years for supporting uh, terrorism, not because the FBI uh, caught him, but I'm told that the MI6 uh, from Britain gave him the case, and they finally realized he was supporting terrorism under their very noses. They arrested him at Dulles Airport, and he's doing 23 years in prison. So when I say we were on the brink, we were on the brink of devastation. We were on the brink of losing freedoms. We were on the brink of Christians being persecuted like it never happened in the history of this country. And still won't fucking happen. No. And wouldn't have happened anyway. You're not being persecuted, motherfucker. You're not being persecuted. You're being told that other people have the same rights you have. And Rob, we've got a window. And uh, it's exciting to see the potential but also knowing how we blew the chance my first term in 05 and 06. And, Rob, we cannot lose this chance again. We have got to get ourselves back on track. Just a bunch of fucking horse shit. Yeah. He's afraid of nothing. He's making shit up. And and when you try to do like what he was doing there, he was taking someone who possibly did commit violent things and trying to say, well, now she knew that person that was possibly wanting to do violent things and that person was on Hillary's staff so that means Hillary would want to do the same violent things that the person third down the chain of knowledge, of knowing these people would have done carry the two and that makes a seven and seven's a good number and it's not a six but it's one more than six so it might have been six to begin with but there's three people in this chain and you do and then you get GMOs <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Louis Gohmert. 
sometimes it's, the things he says are just so out there and crazy and dumb. But then he is an elected representative yes. in the United States government. And he we, says all the time how terrible the government is. Yeah. And when you're somebody like Louis Gohmert, who you can look in the mirror and say, I'm part of the U.S. federal government, government. clearly it's that much easier to see or to think that the U.S. federal government is all a bunch of fucking loony, dumb people. Yeah. Because that's what you are. That's what you see in the fucking mirror every day. Yeah. That's got to be part of the explanation for how they can believe in this nonsense, right? Like, I'm credulous and stupid enough to believe all of this shit, so clearly everybody else in government is too. They're all just dummies. Or does he actually seriously believe the words that are coming out of his mouth and he sees everybody else and like, they're all evil, they're all evil. Or he looks around the room and, and everybody looks at him like, you're nuts, you're so far out there, what are you even talking about? And then it's, well, wake up, sheeple. Yeah. You gotta wake up and smell the conspiracy that's growing beneath your feet. On, 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 the, on the conspiracy thing really quick, uh-huh. I got into an argument with Uber Christian guy I've talked about here a few times before. Oh, Yeah. And I was going through, and I was, I was like, I was, I was being polite in it. Was this an IRL conflict or Facebook? No, it was Facebook. Okay, because uh, I won't work with that guy again. Oh yeah. Um, and at one point, I was going through it, and I was kind of breaking stuff down. I'm like, well, you, you're, you're half right on this, but you're not totally right. And I, I was actually printing or taking snippets of like the court cases he was referring to and yeah i'm like you said this but this is what the court case says and kind of doing that he's like well i'm not one to believe in conspiracy theories so and i'm like i didn't write it to him i'm like wait you're the person who like a month ago on facebook was blasting out that the actors in the sandy hook thing are doing this and this and this and false flag this and false flag that and america's trying to do i'm like you are nothing but conspiracy theories. <laughs> I've, but those uh, aren't just theories, Ryan. That shit really happened. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real Atheology, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. God that our neighbors believe in is essentially an invisible person. He's a creator deity who created the universe to have a relationship with one species of primate. Lucky us. <laughs> and and he, he's, got, he's got galaxy upon galaxy to attend to, but he's especially concerned with what we do, and, and he's especially concerned with what we do while naked. <laughs> you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. Do we have anything for our basket of deplorables this week? Well, we can do the J.C. Penny lady. Oh, right. I don't know if we pulled her up. We, she's on our Facebook because I honestly couldn't find, like I was looking today, I'm like, who is someone deserving of our of our deplorable basket? And I'm like, ah, nobody's really done anything incredibly horrible this week. <laughs> that's out of the usual. That's abnormal. But our norms are shifting. The that's why it, that's why it's is moving. That's why it's, it's not getting a good thing. hard. It's uh huh. So and I kind of want to, you know, I want to leave politicians for when they really fuck up. Uh, okay, because we could do politicians weekly. Yeah, 
But we're only going to let them be in there once. So it's got to be a truly bad thing the politician does to get in there. <laughs> you did a bad, bad thing. You did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> that should be a new song. Well, I had posted out yeah. on the Godless Revolution's timeline what I thought was a good candidate for this. A white woman in Kentucky went on a tirade, a derogatory, hateful, mean-spirited tirade berating two shoppers at a jc penny go back to wherever the you come from lady y'all think you hey tell them to go back where they belong just because you come from another country it'll make you nobody nobody as far as i'm concerned probably on welfare we probably the taxpayers probably paid for all that stuff you speak english yeah that's pretty uh she's a pretty terrible person pretty terrible person there and I noticed when right before she yelled, speak our language or speak English, however the fuck she said it, in, uh, her, in her racist. Tell them to speak our language. language. Uh, they were talking to each other. And I've seen this several times in videos on YouTube because sometimes I go on videos on like like horrible wormholes of watching videos on YouTube <laughs> that get really dark. I always end up watching fucking fail compilations. It fails like car crashes, <laughs> but then you get these people that do this stuff all the time too. Yeah. And I've seen it several times where people will be speaking to each other in a different language and someone else would get mad and yell at them, you're in America! Fucking start speaking English, you fucking whatever you are from your, your country. What an asshole thing to do or say. They like, probably also don't realize that America does not have an established language. Well, we don't have a official language. An official, whatever, yeah. Right? yeah. So we don't. You, there's nothing that says, "While in this country, you must speak English." Here in America, we all speak the English. <laughs> that's what. That's how we will all be talking after five months of Trump. God damn it! I oh whoa Go. brain brain something came to no, down. So I fucking I kept getting I kept chasing dangly shiny things i keep i keep saying that i have this existential existential angst and fear about donald trump uh becoming president and tracy and i went on this little binge of watching man in the high castle yeah over the past couple days we finished season two and i we were watching one of the episodes and i paused it and i just i said to her hey have i mentioned that i'm like, honestly terrified about Donald Trump being our president. And she's like, well, you're hiding it pretty well because I'm fucking <laughs> terrified and you keep telling me it's going to be okay. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? I'm start freaking out. You want me to set my hair on fire and go running around the yes. house? Like, I am. It It's a scary fucking it thing, is. man. Well, because of situations like this, people think this is appropriate now. Yeah. Well, you got the guy, the outright guy. Clown face von fuckstick. Oh, He's, yeah. a, he's a nice gentleman. <laughs> he always has a beautiful top hat. That's that's what was, that's what John Stewart called him. Clown face, okay. fuckstick. But uh, the uh, on New Year's, the guy that was going around doing all the 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 talks, the white supremacist dude, Richard Spencer, was it him? The new yeah. right guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a picture of him in like New York City taking a selfie with a title above it saying "The alt right has won" on New Year's. Gross. That's fucking disgusting. And that's the mentality we're getting from a Trump victory, is that these people think that now it's appropriate. Now we can be racist, misogynist, sex. Not that they weren't before. This but now Trump's th American motherfucker. Yeah. I can be a bigoted asshole all I want. Yeah. Woo! 
now they're now instead of being like a bigoted asshole in the closet, they're they're out of the closet. They're letting everyone know how bigoted of an asshole they are because Trump says it's okay. Trump speaks his mind, and so can I. He's created an air of bigotry that it's it's just fine. It's it's fine. Do what do and say whatever the fuck you want, which is not fine, not fine at all. Don't be PC. Although that's one of my favorite new things to use against people in online arguments. <laughs> if they're if they're being assholes or whatever, especially when I'm talking to a Trump supporter, if they're being a giant asshole, just say you're being a giant fucking asshole. Yeah. You're bigoted and stupid and blah blah blah. And by the way, I'm only telling you that because I know you hate PC term usage, right? So, <laughs> well, I, I, that's I think I said it to someone at work. I was like, well, since we don't have to be, since Trump won, we don't have to be PC anymore. I can call you a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. So we are nominating this woman, the J.C. Penny lady, elderly elderly white woman at J.C. Penny. Yelling at Hispanic shoppers. How many? How many people should we get on the list before we do a bracket? Enough to have a bracket. Okay. I mean, technically, <laughs> I think, you can have four. She's our the, third. She's right? our third. Okay. We've got the uh, the pastor telling kids that Santa's not real. Mm-hmm. Uh, then last week, uh, who the fuck was it last week? It's been two weeks. The racist Trump supporter who confronted the black comedian oh, yes. John Laster. Yeah, who said now that Trump has won, just like I was saying earlier, he said, now I can call you a... I hate saying the word. <laughs> I do too, but... But you say it like without pause sometimes, and I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's not like I use it in casual language all the yeah. time, but, if, but it, it bothers me when people say the N-word, like... Okay, and, and maybe that's fine to you sometimes, but when you're trying to drive home the point that you shouldn't, that there are certain things that aren't said in polite company, sometimes you have to say those things. Yeah. Right? So, that's why. I guess it's kind of like, I do like the word cunt. Yes. That's one of my favorites, too. It's a fun one to say. <laughs> and I think it's uh, the Australian comedian... Um, Jim Jeffries? Yeah, Jim. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I saw him live. <laughs> um, he says cunt for like everything. And I love his usage of the word. Ah, pandas cunts. And I even remember being in, uh, uh, I was in uh, UAE and we had British troops there and we could drink there a little bit. They could drink way more than we could. We were limited to, to two beers a day, <laughs> which was bullshit. <laughs> Stupid American beers, too. Yeah. <laughs> Budweiser. And... So anyways, this this British soldier, she got really drunk and she got kicked out. And I was sitting on a park bench and she's like... She got kicked out of what? The, the area where you're allowed to drink and oh, okay. like the, the bar area. You're cut off. Because, and I'm like, well, what'd you get kicked out for? She's like, oh, he's like, I don't know. The woman got really mad at me. I'm like, well, what'd you say to her? I just called her a cunt. <laughs> and I'm like, well, American That'll women do it. <laughs> don't like to be called that. And she's like, what? It doesn't mean anything bad. I'm like, well, in America, it. It's like the worst. It's, yeah, it's really it's the bad. worst thing you can call a woman. It's like calling someone a bitch in prison. It's, it's fighting worse. words. It's worse. It's worse. I don't. There are few women that like the c word. <laughs> Thankfully, Tracy is one of them who loves it. She loves that word. She because it makes well, people fucking uncomfortable. My mom's probably going to yell at me for using that word now. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> Before we move on, I wanted to say also that uh, I received word from 
somebody close to me who has said that they have left the LDS church. They have also been listening to the show and have been quite enjoying it. So I want to say I, I told them, I told this person that I wouldn't release their names yeah. or anything because it's still not widely known that they have left the church. But if you're listening, and I think you are because you said you have been, thanks for listening, man. I I appreciate that. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. And if you have any questions or want to talk, reach out, man. Uh, yeah. I, I'm here to answer any questions you have, point you in the right direction. And if you haven't read it yet, and I and I in our conversation I forgot to mention it, you should read the CES letter. It's just cesletter.org, I believe, is the website for it. Well, you I, should check it out. I'm waiting to see what's going to come out on the new uh, Mormon website that just got made. The new Mormon website um, that got made. What do you call it when you make a website and it's got all the facts on it? Like a, it's a WikiLeak. It's a Mormon WikiLeak. Oh, it's a Wiki. Oh, for the leaks of the videos. And yes, shit, right. So he's got a he's starting a website, but he's also not doing it on his own. He's asked anybody else that has pertinent information that would like to have it revealed. He's giving them a safe place to do it. Nice. So I fully anticipate seeing what comes out <laughs> on that site. Should be exciting. We have our website up and available now. Yes, at godlessrevolution dot com. You can go and check it out. And thank you, Dan, for doing all that awesome work. Oh, you're very welcome. It it doesn't look like a whole lot when you go and look at it, but God, for, it's a lot more work than it should be, I think, I guess, in my own mind. So well, those of you who actually do website design for for your work, kudos to you, man, because... I, I guarantee it looks way better than it would have if I would have done it, because I would have just taken my old broken computer screens in my house and painted a website on it and said, there you fucking go. I'm done. <laughs> well, and so we have the website available, and each of us now has our own email address. So if you would like to reach us, you can reach us at dan at godlessrevolution.com or matt at godlessrevolution.com or ryan at godlessrevolution.com. I said Matt second. I should have put him in there as third and then also added the caveat that Matt may not check his email <laughs> all that often. He's not the most technical guy in the world. So we'll have to, we'll, we'll make sure it gets set up for him that he can, that he can okay. check it and respond. But I mean, doing that, like, because I, the way that our hosting is and everything, the the email that we had available through them was fucked. So oh. I went with the Google suite and then I had to change a bunch of server entries to get it to route appropriately. Like it was this whole big fucking mess of two days of straightening shit out. I that, would have shot my computer with a 12 gauge. That like nobody knows this pain and besides <laughs> other people who have tried to do the same thing with very limited web design experience. Yeah. And, and you're very computer savvy and tech savvy. Yeah, I like to think so. I think you are. I haven't done a whole lot of in the way of uh, web design for no. several, several years. But you know, you do coding stuff, and you know yeah. a, a little bit about that realm. The The last time I did any real web design was, shit, probably 1990-something. Okay. So I was... So it's been a very long time, and even then, six I... Six years old. Yeah, even then... <laughs> The the company I was working for, we had a web developer who would provide me his HTML code, and then I would insert all of my database code between shit to put out on our website. Okay, so, yeah, that was that was 
the bulk of my web experience. I had my own website that was just like this dumb little thing where I would I would post my golf scores, oh. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that, like a long, long time ago. But yeah, nothing, nothing very fancy. Well, I well, did make it have like a trailing thing for your cursor. Well, most. Most Just things on the internet stupid. never die. This was back when like blinky text yeah. was a thing, and all the of little that, the yeah. little like snowflakes behind letters where oh, it sparkled yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, sparkle text, <laughs> all of that fancy, real cool shit. Uh, that was that was back when I was doing any kind of web design. So now it's much much different, and we're talking better. fifteen years on. Yeah, I, I I didn't know better. what was going on, man. I had to do a lot of reading and studying and research and. More reading and then figuring out, putting pieces together is a big pain. The only website I've made is my online business card, basically. Oh, yeah? Where it's just a single page Yeah, that is, it's written on the back of my business card that you can go to and see a demo reel and contact information. Oh, well, that's not too bad. No. But yeah, our website is coming along. It's got a few pages out there and some things and stuff. We'll be adding stuff to it. In the future, as I figure it out, <laughs> as I figure it out, I think of other content to put out there, but it's got links to our shows and how to contact us and all of that good shit. Some yeah. pictures. I'll be updating those periodically. Maybe, maybe adding a new page just for pictures and blog posts and shit like that. So. Maybe I'll just start bringing my camera in more often, but then it'll be once again. Yes. It'll just be pictures of you and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling Ryan before the show that. You know, as I'm putting the site together and I'm looking through all of the pictures that I have of like the studio and the, and the three of us and everything, the bulk of them are me and Matt or me or Matt. And Tracy's like, well, there's hardly any pictures of Ryan. I'm like, well, that's because Ryan takes the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, even the one that I have posted out there. Yeah, it's me taking yourself. a selfie, <laughs> which I always feel awkward doing when I'm sitting here where it's like, I'm looking at you guys and I'm holding my phone. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I will try to take more pictures of you as well as our guests when we have them in studio with us. Um, Maybe we should just start doing a guest photo. Whenever we have a, a guest in studio, we do a guest photo with them, all three of us together with a... With a yeah. We should do that. Should. Because there, there's the one, I think the only... Well, the only one that we got with any of us in it is with David Silverman, and you took it. Yeah, well, and with Shalice, I got the one yeah. with you and Shalice, and then, yeah, you and Matt with David Silverman. Yeah, that's huh. it. We need we need to be better about the pictures taking. Everyone needs to know what the purple dragon looks like. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Damn it! I should get more pictures of that guy. He made this fucking awesome. So you're you're talking about the purple dragon, aka Grant Larimer, who uh, made this fucking awesome pie cake that you missed out on on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I just didn't. I had I had stuff to do on Sunday. I'm like, if I go to Dan's tonight. I'm not, I'm going to be done. Like I won't be alive till like right now when we're recording this. Like Dude, <laughs> yesterday I did nothing. Like I I just moped around the house, just total drag ass, just like my head, my whole body hurt. Like <laughs> every bit of my body was just sore. Like all of my skin, all of my joints, muscles, everything was just like, "All right, motherfucker, Remember what you did last night? You don't, but we're going to make sure that you think twice before you ever do that shit again. See, and I got up and went for a six-mile New Year's Day hike. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I would have I thrown up instantly. Like, make me move more than, like, ten paces in a five-minute span, and I would, it would have it been all over. I was not in good shape yesterday. 
It was, <laughs> it was painful. I, I, we, we cleaned up the kitchen. And that was it. And watched Man in the High Castle. Well, I did, I did do a, 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 a podcast New Year's Eve. Oh, right. Because one of the two skeptical chaps, Dan Morris, couldn't sleep. He was jet lagged from being in America and he said, it's 4.30 in the morning and I can't sleep. And I said, well, it's, I think I said, I said, let's do a podcast. It can be about time travel because it's 2016 here <laughs> and it's 2017 there. And he just messaged Bash goes, are you serious? I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> of course I am. So we, I'm Ryan. I'm always serious. <laughs> yeah. So we got on and recorded like a two hours with him and I don't know when he's going to put it out because he's got a couple hours he's got to edit right now, but he's, yeah, it was just me and him bullshitting. I think Spike does most of the editing anyway, doesn't he? I think they both, they've been trading off on editing. Oh yeah. They got a show that's coming out soon with the guy that leaves the really funny comments all over uh, London or over where they live that they got him to come on with them. Oh, nice. Uh, I think his name was Michael too. Yeah. Michael something. I'll have to look it he up. He makes the funny posters. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah he's, the guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's very funny. I like those guys. We yeah, should have them on fun. the show again. Actually, he sent me a message a few days ago and said, hey, I'm back from the US mm-hmm. and available if you guys want to talk about stuff. I think he said something about he, he has some ideas or views on the election ah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, we need to get them on the show yeah. again. They're we, a lot of fun. I talked with, with him a little bit about Trump. Yeah. Because he's like, I haven't talked to you like in person since the election. What do you think? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. It's not so. good. That's all I know. It's not good. And mind you, by the time that we decided to do this, I already drank a full bottle of wine because someone recommended a wine to me. And I'm like, I'll just try it out. Oh, well, Mr. Wine Connoisseur. I'm not a wine It was called 19 Criminals. Oh, sounds classy. It it was really good. (laughs) I'll bet it was. I'm not at all a wine connoisseur. I'm not a wine connoisseur either. I'm a person that goes in and goes, that's got a cool looking bottle. Let's try that. That label looks pretty nifty. And this one was that way. It had a really cool looking bottle, cool looking label on it. And I'm like, let's give it a try. Yeah. It was a red wine from Australia. Hmm. 19 criminals? 19 criminals. Mm. Each cork has a different- Sounds delicious. Each cork has a different criminal on it. So that's the whole point is you pull out the cork and it's got a <laughs> criminal story on it. Is it is it Australian criminal? I think so. Huh. What kind of wine was it? Uh, red. Other than being Australian. Is it red? red. Do you, was it like a the, the, cab or uh, a low? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was dark red. <laughs> Did you have to chill it? Uh, I, I, was I supposed to? No, usually with a red. No, I just uh, opened it and drank it. <laughs> oh, good. Straight from the bottle? Uh, the last half. Mm. Because I said, well, I'm like, wine does it. It's not like a, a, a liquor. I can't just cap it and put it back. It's going to go bad. It's going to, the oxygen gets in there and it goes bad. Sure. So when you open a bottle of wine, in my, my view... You got to drink it. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. And you're not sharing it with anybody, so why the fuck wait why the fuck Yeah. use a glass like forgo all yeah. of that nonsense, right? I mean, I hear the whole that you got to aerate it, and I don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's probably with wines that aren't called 19 criminals. Maybe, I don't know. So I just <laughs> I just drank it. <laughs> oh good. But I enjoyed it. Well good. Did it make your teeth purple? I don't think so. I didn't look in the mirror. Hmm. I wouldn't know either. Because I'm colorblind. 
How do you decide what to cherry pick? You decide what to cherry pick on the basis of what you have decided is a good thing on other criteria. So we reject the horrific story of Lot and the angels and all the other horrific stories in the Old Testament and the mega horrific story, as I've just said, of the, of the New Testament. You pick on nice stories like the Sermon on the Mount. But the criterion by which you do your cherry picking is, of course, something that we all share, which is we are decent human beings. The next rant will start right after this. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! Should we move on to Slot Bucket Gay? We can talk. We can talk some slot buckets. But he's got a great awakening offer. Oh yeah, sure. Fifty dollar donation or more plus shipping. Shipping's two hundred bucks. Three amazing books and a bonus DVD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jim Baker hosted a bunch of fellow end times preachers on his show uh, to, to talk about prophetic implications of the presidential election. Tom Horn, a prolific author of last days themed books, spent an entire segment of the program explaining that rabbis have revealed that Trump may be the Messiah or a harbinger to the arrival of the Messiah akin to John the Baptist. So how does he get along with rabbis? Clearly that that's not a bunch of hokum at all, right? That's, that's gotta be the real shit. Yeah. But, but how does he get along with rabbis when it's that they, they have differing opinions because he believes Jesus Christ was the Messiah and Jews don't. Rabbis are only correct when whatever they say fits my current narrative, Ryan. <laughs> True. That is how Jim that's, Baker works. <laughs> that's the answer. I don't know what else to tell you. This is our time of the church. This is the great outpouring. I yeah. believe it with all of my heart. This book, Final Fire. Oh, we're Final there, Fire. <laughs> we are in the final days. Is the next great awakening right around the corner? No, because it, the last 200 weren't. Well, they've only been warning that, you know, the end is near for 2,000 years now, so... Just, yeah, right about, yeah. You know, any time now, any day, any day. I mean, the, the LDS Church is the Latter-day Saints. Saints. Yeah. We're, we're in the end times. I mean, which they should have known. Jesus said it would come to and if you, their if generation. You, I mean, if you can't look at the Trump presidency and see that we are, in fact, <laughs> in the, the end, end times, times. <laughs> then, brother, you got a rude awakening coming. I believe you're going to hear more talk about the 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 the, the great uh, uh, temple being built in yeah. Israel. Do you ever do you oh, believe that, that at all? I, I didn't ask yeah. you well, ahead of time, so maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly, and there's a push for that. And did you notice that one of the very first things when Trump was elected, the uh, the rabbis in Israel calling on him and Putin to use their international clout 
to do what? To rebuild the temple. Don't think this can't happen. I think impetus is on our side right now. I think we're moving towards mm-hmm. a moment. And the rabbi is over there. Some of what the mystical rabbis are saying is... We're mystical. moving toward a moment? We're always moving toward a moment. Yeah. You're in a moment. This, the next thing I do is going to be a moment. What the fuck are you talking about? It may not be a good moment, but it'll be a moment. It's very, very curious right now. Mm. What are, can, I, wow. can, we, can we find out right well, now? Will we just go? Yeah, yeah, yeah go. I want to know. They, well, I know my audience. They, yeah. <laughs> so look, I, and there's so many of these articles. We've been running them at Skywatch TV almost every week right now. Uh, and so I only brought a couple. Almost every week, and how many of them have come true? Um, How many of these prophecies have come true? I'm betting they're batting 100% of not coming true. You know what all of the end times prophecies have in common is that none of them have come true. <laughs> Except for, well, mine wasn't an end time prophecy, but what? obviously I am Nostradamus. Oh, Don Inside Cheeto. joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lost Don Cheeto episode. How we mourn thee. Oh. <laughs> with me this one trump upset victory divinely sent to begin messianic pro- uh, process say israeli rabbis <laughs> right uh and this one ancient secret of daniel 70 weeks predicts end of days will come this year in 5777 which started in october last month in the jewish calendar year and will be done by september of the coming year so what, what so does that mean he's quoting news stories that they ran on his own fucking website yes. these are the things that we've written and look at look at everybody's talking about it just look at this website it's yeah. my website and we made these stories out here but look at them aren't they impressive how self-fulfilling. <laughs> so, uh, and that, and by the way, that was Rabbi uh, uh, Mir Horowitz 300 years ago, working on Daniel's uh, time, time, and half a time, and he wow. set a date. He set a date 300 years ago. He said, this will all happen, the Messiah will arrive, the end times will begin in the Jewish... Ca- so he's quoting a Jewish rabbi yeah. who does not believe at all that Jesus Christ was yes. the Messiah. And Correct. he's saying that a Jewish rabbi is saying that the Messiah is coming. So it is this motherfucker here on the Jim Baker Baker. goddamn show. Who's Christian? Who is a Christian talking about he's agreeing with rabbis saying that the Messiah, Messiah is coming. coming. Does he even For the know, first time. Can he hear the words that are coming out of his mouth? <laughs> Not the second coming, the first coming. God. He doesn't... Fuck me! He doesn't even know what he's talking about at all! He's agreeing with rabbis who say yeah. that the Messiah still has not come and may be coming now. And he's like, isn't that amazing? Isn't my, we oh. might see the Messiah come. Oh, Jesus? Oh, yeah, the shit. And we're, the- we're supposed to be talking about Jesus. Oh, fuck me. Well, do you notice I said, and he gave a date. Earlier said, well, it starts in October of 2016 and ends in 2017 of September or something like that. It's like, well, that's not really a very specific date. <laughs> I'm going to back this up just a little bit here. Go <laughs> so, working on Daniel's uh, time, time, and half a time, and he wow. set a date. He set a date 300 years ago. He said, this will all happen. The Messiah will arrive. The end times will begin in the Jewish calendar year 5777. The rabbis have held that dear to them since then. What, what is that? That's 2016 to 2017. So, oh. so I guess you can say he would agree with the rabbis that the Messiah may come, but in this deluded fucko's mind, the rabbis 
are just saying that the Messiah will come back, but him as a Christian sees this as the second coming of yes. Christ. The rabbis would be, you know, a little bit misinformed. Well, <laughs> they don't know that he's already come before. He's just coming back. But they have this timeline, and I'm really jazzed about it because you know those rabbis know their shit. And except when we talk about Jesus actually being the Messiah and coming originally, and then they're totally wrong about you know denying that whole thing. That was way off. I couldn't think of a joke really quick, but the amount of times you were, were saying coming, I, I was trying to think of an <laughs> orgasm joke, but it wasn't. He's been coming for two thousand years. It's quite a load. I was, I was, well, I was like, well, the second coming always takes longer, so I don't know. <laughs> He's not a young man anymore. <laughs> Messiah will arrive. Now they're looking at Donald Trump. One of the rabbis illustrated how his name in the gematria, the numerology of his name, actually means Messiah. Now, there's some weird stuff here that's going on. So, so Yeah, it is fucking weird. You know why it's weird? Because it's nonsense. That's what makes it fucking weird. You know it's weird, and you're still spouting it. Why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. Think about this for a moment. In the Jewish Zohar, 700 years ago in medieval Aramaic, Orthodox Jews speculated about when will the Messiah be on the earth, Right. And in the Vieira section the of the time. Zohar, they said yeah. he, will, he will arrive on earth in the year 57, he will make himself known, in the year 5773, which was 2012 to 2013. And it didn't fucking happen. No. <laughs> but they're right this time. They're right well, this time. 2012 was when Obama won the second time. Oh. He was the anti-Messiah, though. I know. Na, na, na. Fucking antichrist. <laughs> 2012 to 2013. Oddly enough, Trump goes to Israel in 2012, decides not to run for U.S. president, meets with heads of states, comes out of that. You can watch the, the YouTube on, on television, <laughs> and he starts talking to the Jewish... You can watch, watch the YouTube on, on television. television. I didn't know that was a TV channel. Oh, <laughs> my God. Now he's trying to tie... Trump into possibly being the Messiah. Because he was in Israel in 2012. Not at all, I guess, taking into account the fact that Trump is 60 fucking years old! <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! He's been walking the earth for 60 fucking years! Well, Jesus was walking in about, what, 30 years before he became Messiah? Jewish people telling them to vote for Benjamin Netanyahu and the Likud party, which they did, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. The... Wow. Uh, what the Zohar said was, he will, he will be identified. From that day and forward, there have been at least a dozen Jewish rabbis that have said, the Messiah is on earth now. He's been identified. He is a dozen rabbis? That's 12. Whoa. <laughs> if we make it a you know baker's dozen. You know how many dozen. disciples Jesus had? <gasps> 12. Whoa. It's all numerology. I say we make it a baker's dozen. <laughs> but that'd be 13, and that's unlucky. Well, that's how many heart attacks. You uh, can't even have an elevator go to the 13th floor in a fucking hotel. True. He is soon going to make himself known. Well, some, some key things have to happen for the messianic figure in, Jewish, in the Jewish mindset. For the Messiah to arrive, you can't think of him like we think of Messiah. We think of Messiah. We think of Messiah like Jesus, and they don't, so they're wrong. Except when we want them to be right and say yeah. that he's coming again, but he's not coming again. again. He's coming the first time for them, but for us it's again because we know better. That's a tongue twister. <laughs>
Messiah after the model of Jesus. He's the son of God, divine birth, all of that. That's not the way the Jews look at the Messiah. They're looking for a king. They're looking for a political leader. As- a king, a dictator, a political leader. <laughs> look how fucking excited this guy is, too. Uh, like, he's creaming his fucking pants sitting here telling us about these Jewish rabbis. Yeah. Who believe that the Messiah is now on earth. Talking about cream. That looks like a piece of corn stuck on his cheek for that microphone. <laughs> cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for a king. They're looking for a political leader. As a matter of fact, Messiah to them means the anointed one. And it goes back to the ancient days when they would anoint a king and recognize him as this is the man that God sent. And what they're looking for is several things. First of all, they're looking for uh, somebody a in, in a political fit. Oh, my God. Oh. I can hardly wait until he tells us what they're looking for. This I mean, it's going to be amazing. He's rapist has to be on there. <laughs> Swindler. Uh, tiny handed, orange in color, mail order bride, um, giant ego, yes, thin skin, gold toilets. Hmm. Do you think any of those will make his list? No. <laughs> uh, somebody in, in a political figure who can lead decisive battles in defense of Israel. This is why the only politician on the face of the earth that was standing up and saying, if I'm elected president, I'm going to be the biggest friend that Israel's ever had. We're going to undo the Iran deal. Well, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We always blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they they blah, blah, blah past everything else that he says. We're so, going to undo the Iran deal, blah, 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 blah. So we'll let Iran start up their nuclear uh, missile program again. It'll be great. It'll be the best nuclear program ever. Yeah. Blah, blah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and being a friend of Benjamin Netanyahu. Secondly, they're looking for, when the Messiah comes, uh, there will be an ingathering of Jews from around the world back into the Holy Land. That's why the rabbis, on the eve of his election, went on television and said, we need to call now Jews from around the world, come back to Jerusalem because the wow. Messiah is here, right? The Messiah is here. He was just elected in the United States. He's so Y'all need to get your asses back to uh, Jerusalem. That might not be the actual reason why. Yes. Uh, uh, There's another thing. Thirdly, they talk about when he arrives, he is going to reinstitute the temple service. So what was the second thing they did? They called on Trump and Putin to use their power to rebuild the temple and to reinstitute the temple service. I'm not... Does he think there are no other temples around? Well... Have you been paying attention to the whole Israel-Palestine thing? Oh, the thing that's been going on for yeah. thousands of years? Well, no, the thing that's been going on for about <laughs> a week. Oh, no, well, which Israel-Palestine thing? Oh, the with, U- with Carrie? Well, no, with the UN thing. Oh, well, tell, tell, me, okay. tell me what you're talking so about. So there was the uh, Security Council voted to deny is- Israel permission to build on Palestinian land. Or to continue encroaching to on Palestinians to yeah. stop the settlements, right? And now Israel is all butt hurt and stuff. And Trump has came forward and said, "Well, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to allow you to do whatever you want once this comes in." And Putin's on it too, and saying, "I'm going to cancel all this. We're going to take action." But I'm like, "How? How is that right? That is Palestine. That is Palestinian land. That was never Israel's. That country was never Israel's to fucking begin with. Israel came in there, strong armed their way in there, and keeps encroaching. 
on Palestinian property. And building their settlements, yeah. And building their settlements. And that's why I think when Kerry said, there, you know, it's, it's going to be really hard to have a two-system or a two-party state here because- A two-state solution. It, a two-state solution because yeah. Israel doesn't want to fucking play ball and keep staying in their own fucking side of the fence. Yeah, they're going to keep expanding their border. Yeah. Through these settlements. Yeah. yeah. Which Israel makes their border up. Because technically they don't own that. We do now. <laughs> well, they figure as soon as they build on it, it's theirs. Uh-huh. But that's when they said, you know, the, the second thing was bring Jews back to Israel. Well, they're probably trying to do like they did the first time when they brought all the Jews in there to say, hey, no, this is our land. We're going to keep it and start building here. We're going to claim a stake to it. Hmm. saying that they think he is the messiah what i actually think is that most of the rabbis there think he's john the baptist and the messiah is about to appear he's the forerunner he's the guy that's going to start the message in the wilderness and the messiah is going to come in on his heels and so we need the temple service we need to get back into israel the messiah now why are they saying that correct me if i'm wrong i may be i could be totally wrong I, I don't think that the Jews look too kindly on John the Baptist either. No. As as a leader of religious thought, because John the Baptist believed that Christ was the Messiah. Yeah. So this guy is so off base about everything. Especially with religious history and you're a Christian. Ideology you should, of the religions. You should know. Like, like he's explaining to all of the dummies in the, you know, so Jews believe this and this and da, da, da. You must know that they also think you're full of shit. <laughs> they have identified somebody. I mean, I there could be a few rabbis there that think he's the Messiah. The other third key could be is now. he has to be of the Davidic. There could be rabbis there, there be. who think he's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Well, earlier it was there was a dozen rab- rabbis I believe. Now there's there could be rabbis <laughs> there I believe. Could be at least a few of them. I at, mean, really, the, anything's possible. At least one dynasty he has to be of the davidic bloodline and there is an effort right now to go back through the european monarchy cousins of uh president donald trump to show that his bloodline goes back to the davidic dynasty now that's like mormons trying to prove they're like of the bloodline of joseph smith this is some crazy shit man yeah this is like next level crazy christian religious bullshit but they're always doing this level of crazy it's what how how can they okay how can i take world events and shoehorn them into my current belief system to fit how they how i want them to and how much of jewish history will i have to disregard and how much of jewish thought and philosophy and religious teachings will i have to disregard to say that even the jews are behind this well it's it's the jews know that he's the messiah certainly at least a few of them might believe that it's it's possible Eight years ago, they're preaching the exact opposite. These guys were on here talking about how uh, Obama is is the Antichrist, and we can prove it. And Obama is so much more religious than Donald yeah. Trump. They He says what they want him to say every now and then, and they're like, oh, yes, he's clearly a Christian. Sure, he he knows how to quote scripture. Not really. No. But, not really, but, you know, he at least, at least he knows that that scripture exists. Clearly, and at, as much as I wish Obama was atheist, I know he's he's very 
he's religious, but at least he's very secular in his decisions and in the way he in his public life for the most part i mean there's there's the stuff where it's it's every politician will do it well they end the stuff you know and you know and and god bless you and and, god bless the united states yeah that's that's like you have to say that or else they don't like or else god won't bless the united states (laughs) well we know that won't happen but it's just it's it's just one of those things that the president says out of habit almost Uh uh-huh because if you don't, then the Christian right is gonna, is gonna lose their fucking mind. Yeah. Their their collective heads will explode and you won't get anything else done because you'll be having to push back on no guys, it's okay. I didn't say it the one time. You don't you know you don't have to crucify me or anything but, like that. Which would be kind of ironic if you did, right? Because I'm the Antichrist and then you crucify me and that'd be really 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 weird really weird. But then again they, they make shit up all the time anyways. Like I saw a bunch of people posting at around Christmas time, like, oh look, President Obama finally said Merry Christmas. I'm like, he has said Merry (laughs) Christmas every fucking year. (laughs) He finally had the nerve to say, now that Trump has been elected, he knows that he has to To say say, Merry Christmas. (laughs) People were saying that shit. It's like people that believe that he swore that he did his oath, his uh, oath of office on the Quran. It's like, no, he used Abraham Lincoln's Bible, not the fucking Quran. Oh, people are adorable. Uh, not really. <laughs> Why are these uh, efforts underway? I'm just saying there's something very strange here that's going on, and everything I'm saying can be verified. Multiple news agencies, the Jerusalem news Post, agency. Breaking Israel <laughs> News, they're all talking about this right now. So they, too, believe that we are in the end times. They, too, believe that the Messiah is about to appear. We would say the second coming is about to happen, but their Messiah is going to be a false Messiah. He's going to be the Antichrist, right? I also don't believe Donald Trump is the Antichrist. So which is it then, dude? I don't know. Well, he's picking the narrative he wants. He just proved that. Right. So he's saying that the Jews think their Messiah is coming. And that Jews think. He's saying he thinks Donald Trump may be the Messiah. Yes. And that the Jews are preparing all of this because there's some of them who may think that he's the Messiah. Some. But even according to Jewish tradition and religious teachings... The anti-Messiah has to come first, but Donald Trump isn't the anti-Messiah. Clearly, that's not the that's case. That's Obama. You know what's refreshing, though, is that he didn't mention Obama as I know. the he... Antichrist. So, But then you have some Jews who think Trump might be the Antichrist. I'll say that really quick, really fast, and then move on. Because <laughs> I don't believe that. I believe he is, he is he's the second coming of Christ. So Clearly, I'm going to go with that wrong, narrative. So, right, yeah. Even though people have been talking about him being the Antichrist, I won't talk about that. We're going to skip over that part and go to the part I like. <laughs> so I think that the smart ones in Israel are looking at him right now. I think that the smart ones are the ones who agree with me, or at yeah. least the little bits of what they're saying and that I can parse out and pick apart. That then I can call them smart because they agree with me. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, Not in everything, but these little I can pick out two or three words of of this paragraph they've written and say, yeah, sure, that clearly they're agreeing with me, so they're smart. Yeah, so I I agree with those dozens or maybe someone there that this is true. Yeah. Now they're saying he is God's what we would call John the Baptist. He is God's messenger. When he takes over in January, there is a 5777 countdown to the appearance of the Messiah, and something could happen overnight that could lead to the reconstruction of the temple. Uh, The Messiah is the pussy grabber in chief. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's who these people would worship is the pussy grabber in chief. Yeah. The harbinger of all things good who talks about grabbing women by the pussy. That's who they think either is the Messiah or is John the Baptist making way for the Messiah. We don't know. That's how little they think of their own fucking religious leaders. Of the people that they venerate and worship and choose to follow around that, sure, Jesus may have had some problems. You know, he wasn't, he did, you know, he hung out with curse whores. a tree when it wasn't supposed to be, you know, actually bearing fruit or anything. And he said that he didn't come to unite people. He came, came to divide people. And he, come, you know, he brings a sword. And yeah. All sure, he had some problems. You know, it's, it's a lot like Donald Trump saying yeah. grab women by the pussy. pussy. It's the same thing, really. Yeah. Build nukes. It's the same thing. Yeah. Grab uh, women by the pussy, hit a tree with a... St- it's the same yeah. thing, people. Come on. Nobody's... Well, okay, so Jesus was supposed to be perfect. Well, yeah, he was... No, he was well, perfect. He, he had faults, he though. He's perfect, perfect, but he, he had faults. Because he was a man, but he, had but he perfect was a God-man. Fa- yeah, but he had perfect faults. <laughs> this is perfectly broken. <laughs> Jeez. It broke perfectly in half. Well, way back when, the Muslim religion, the Christian religion were the competing ones. They were both Abrahamic in way of believing in Jesus. Just mm-hmm. they believed Jesus was the son of We believe or Christians believe Jesus was the son of God and they believe no. Jesus was real, he was a prophet of God, he's not the son of God. And we also believe Muhammad was the another prophet for God. Yeah. Who rode a winged horse to heaven. Yeah. So they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys can't have two motherfucking prophets." You're out. We're going to go have ourselves some dark ages. I am Jim Helton, Regional Director for American Atheists and President of the Tri-State Freethinkers, and you're listening to Godless Revolution. If you knew nothing about science and you read, say, the Bible, the Old Testament, which in Genesis is an account of nature, that's, that's what that is. And I said to you, give me your description of the natural world based only on this. You would say the world was created in six days and that stars are just little points of light, much lesser than the sun. In fact, they can fall out of the sky, right? Because that's what happens during um, Revelation. One of the signs that the second coming is that the stars will fall out of the sky and land on earth. To even write that means you don't know what those things are. Everybody who tried to make proclamations about the physical universe based on Bible passages got the wrong answer. So what happened was, when science discovers things, and you want to stay religious, or you want to continue to believe that the Bible is is unerring, what you would do is, you would say, well, let me go back to the Bible and reinterpret it. Then you'd say things like, oh, they didn't really mean that literally, they meant that figuratively. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. Well, Ken Ham thinks we need to get our facts right. Well, Ken Ham needs to get facts. But didn't 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 you know, Ryan, that dinosaurs were on the ark? Well, I, I believe that's complete bullshit. You don't think dinosaurs? No, were on the ark? dinosaurs died out millions of years before humans even walked this planet. No, 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 no. What? Ken Ham totally disagrees with you. I want to see Ken Ham's science. Well, he's really pissed off with the Washington Post right now. Well, he's probably also pissed off at the Washington Post because he thinks they're liberal elitists. Well, he's he's pissed off at the Washington Post because he's saying that they are incorrectly reporting 
that he believes dinosaurs were wiped out by the biblical flood. Of course, because he's got dinosaurs on the ark. But why? Good question. (laughs) I don't know why he has dinosaurs on the ark. And if he doesn't believe that dinosaurs were wiped out by the flood, and then he has them on the The ark, ark. what happened to them after the floodwaters receded? Why don't we have dinosaurs? Yeah. Where'd they all go? I mean, you would think. What a cute little dinosaur doggy. Yeah. I want a Dino. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. I'm getting a Velociraptor. (laughs) In fact, Ham is correct. This comes from Raw Story. One of the Ark Encounter's main selling points as a tourist attraction are the fake dinosaurs the people encounter as they tour it. The dinosaurs are in the museum because Ham believes Noah brought them with him to rescue them from God's wrath. And then it has a few of Ken Ham's tweets here. First one says, New Year's resolution. How about media like Washington Post resolved to research and write accurate articles, <laughs> not like WashingtonPost.com national slash health, where they're apparently taking Ken Ham to task for saying that the dinosaurs died out. Technically, the dinosaurs. Died out in the flood. <laughs> all, all, all but two would have been. All but two? Well, yeah. He didn't take 50 dinosaurs out of there. Each kind? Yeah. How many kinds of dinosaurs? Well, dinosaur is a kind. Just like like a bird is a kind. (laughs) A deer is a kind. But a kind of what? Like a four-legged animal? He might. He should have just went that far and built a mini ark. He's like, there's my four-legged animal. There's my two-legged animal. There's my flying animal. There's my swimming animal. Done. (laughs) Done. There's our four kinds. That's how they put them all on there. Yeah, I like to know. I would like to know the kinds that he splits these into. And then he has another tweet that says, "I challenge Washington Post to show one instance where Ark Encounter supposedly says dinos died out during flood, because they don't say that. We don't say they died out in the flood. We say that they were on the Ark and then as, died later." <laughs> as Ken Ham's running around the Ark Encounter, putting pieces of paper saying this is incorrect now. Over when they said that they died in the flood, <laughs> we had to we had to bring no. them so they wouldn't die. I thought he did say that at one point, though. What? That they died out in the flood, that they, that they didn't make it onto the ark because cause I thought he said, okay, so in the whole realm of uh, his thing, because in the uh, creation museum, he's got dinosaurs with Adam and Eve. And he says that the reason why mm-hmm. dinosaurs and humans were able to live together is because before the fall of man, everyone was vegetarian. But after Eve sinned, that's when the animals eat flesh, eat flesh. Huh. And I thought I thought way back when he had said that's why dinosaurs were wiped out was because of sin. I guess so. But it still doesn't explain why they took tigers and lions and bears and all other meat eaters onto the ark. Because that was his explanation on why animals weren't eating other animals. Because you think dinosaurs, the, the majority, like, uh, T-Rex, it's a fucking meat eater. It's a carnivore. Like, yeah, well, so are those tigers just with their sharp, sharp teeth? They needed those to, to eat sharp salad. teeth to eat salad. Yes. Right. Yeah. But then after the fall of man, after Eve sinned, then they ate meat because they because of sin. Because it's delicious. True. Sin is delicious? Very delicious. So delicious, I say fuck veggies, I'm eating bacon. <laughs> I'm going to have three different kinds of bacon. That's my salad. <laughs> That's my salad. 
Toss my salad. <laughs> Wait, I'm the only one in here. Yeah, okay, never mind. That got awkward. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the Washington Post is saying that Ken Ham believes one thing and he's like, that's not what I believe. That's crazy talk. <laughs> you mean Ken Ham doesn't that... like it when he says someone else be- he believes something he doesn't? I don't believe they died out in the flood. I believe that they were living with humans and we had them on the ark. That's what I believe. You saying they died out in the flood is just nonsense. That's crazy talk. <laughs> well, it is crazy talk, but it's also crazy talk that Ken Ham thinks they lived beyond the flood or that there was a flood in the first place or that Noah existed. A 900-year-old man. I mean, I would like to see a 100-year-old man build a small boat. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Where did he get the, all the wood? How did he get it assembled? How, yeah, it's... I mean, and if he would have built his boat with with nine 100-year-old men... With no power tools. I'm like, okay, maybe it's possible. But no, he didn't use old, dying men to build a boat. He used young men and a bunch of machinery. And We don't know what kind of technology they had back then, Ryan. It was all lost in the flood. They didn't have fucking cranes. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe hey, they had something better than cranes. Hey, we have yet to find a crane on the same level as we find dinosaur bones. It was all wiped out in the, in the flood, Ryan. But no, you don't get it. Bones are harder than... Whatever technology they had. So the technology went away, but, but the bones are still there. But the bones we find aren't the actual bone. It's where the the decaying bone left a cavity in the soil and has been filled in by minerals, and we got the mineral deposits left over around other soils. Oh, yeah, so but it's the not technology bone. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't transfer over that way. It doesn't work So it just way. dissolves in water? Yeah. So what happened when it rained out while oh, he's building this boat for all those back. years? It, they were done by the time it started raining. Well, it had to have rained at least once, or else they it would have been... tarps. <laughs> they had big tarps to put over the massive technological advancements that they had at the time. And see, people, this is how you do mental gymnastics. <laughs> Giant tarps. It's tarps all the way down. Uh... This is New Name Noah, and you're listening to the Godless Revolution. Um, indeed, I believe people, when they say that they have experienced miracles. I, bl- I believe that they think that they have. I, I think I'm obliged to credit them if uh, it comes to that, um, as long as they keep it to, if you like, uh, if I can put it like this, modestly as I dare, to themselves. Um... You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. Should we finish off with Michael Savage? Uh yeah. Now I'm going I'm going uh, we I'm going to do the Rwanda one really quick at the end cuz it only takes 2 seconds cuz it's fucking hilarious. I okay. got to say that one. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. It'll be a happy ending. I've always hated Michael Savage. Yeah. Ever since I learned, well no, before then, but I learned that his real name isn't Savage, it's Wiener. Yeah. So and I like to hyphenate it so it's Michael Wiener Savage. Yeah. Is my little makes me makes me smile inside whenever I think about it. And that those eyebrows should not be dyed. And this is, this. he's also the reason why I won't drink a certain energy drink that's out there because he and his son started this uh, energy drink. Well, say it so that no, no, everybody else can boycott it. No. I drink monsters, though. I don't. I don't drink any energy drinks. I drink monster. I drink monsters with vodka when I'm tired okay. and also want to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm already drunk but don't want to fall asleep yet. That's right. 
<laughs> There's much more of the night to, to be partied to, and I, I uh, need to be around for that. Yes. So uh, on an episode of his radio program posted online, Michael Savage declared that Donald Trump's election was relieved or has relieved his concerns about his future and the future of the country. No longer, Savage says, does he fear that the government is spying on him and that the, quote, FBI is going to throw a black bag over my head and take me away one night. That was apparently a giant fear he had yeah. when Obama was elected. Because the FBI would throw a bag over his head and drag him away into the night. Because of all the crazies, he's that important. Oh, of course. Michael Savage is the bestest. He's 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 the most importantest of the crazies. <laughs> so apparently, his new line of thinking now that Donald Trump is in office is that not only does he not have to worry about having the FBI throw a bag over his head in the middle of the night, but he no longer has to worry that little white children will become enslaved in this country. What about all the other kids that aren't white? Oh fuck them! He just doesn't have to worry about the white ones being oh. enslaved anymore. Oh yeah, alt right, alt right, forgot. right, right. I forgot. I forgot. This Trump, man. Trump Nation. Yeah, I, f I forget we're in the alt-right world now. Trump, Trump. I apologize. First of all, we won the election. I don't live every day now fearing that the his NSA audio is bad. spying on His me. audio is terrible. The FBI is going to throw a black bag over my head uh, and take me away one night. Do you know that I actually lived in that fear under the, the regime of Obama? And they're not gone yet. The regime. These fascists <laughs> who are disguised as good liberal progressives are still in power. And they still, they still frighten me, by the way. Every last one of them belonged in the ex-Soviet Union. And they're not going anywhere. That's my fear. I remember when Trump won that night. The next day I woke up, I looked at the sky. The sky looked as though it had opened up. <laughs> the sky looked clear. It looked a, a friend of mine said, it's as though a portal to another world had opened up for all of us. The Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah. Or you just had some good drugs that night. <laughs> We were no longer living in this closed world that this monster in the White House had created. A what? monster? He calls Obama a monster? The... Based on what? What fills his monster gauge when it when Ooh. it when he passes it over Obama's countenance? Well, like as he's making this sweeping motion with his monster gauge, what is it about Obama that sets the fucking thing off? Well, gays and lesbians are allowed to be themselves now so they don't have to hide in a closet anymore so that he's got to worry monster. about that um transgender people people are starting to finally feel like they can be themselves in society and not have to hide the fact that they're transgender oh that's terrible um oh yeah people can get health care <gasps> i mean a healthy society is fucking that's that is scary people no longer dying in the streets yeah oh and people you know we've got people with jobs now i mean even though they're not paying well because some people won't let them get paid well. What a fucking monster. But, uh... Yeah. Wait, aren't these all things that Donald Trump is going to give us as well? Oh, no, he's going to take that away. Oh. He's going he's gonna to take away people's health insurance? <laughs> yes. He's going to take away people's jobs? Potentially. He's going to take away people's social security? Yes. Their Medicare? Yep. That sounds like a monster to me. Well, I mean, to be honest, we don't like old people. I really dig old so, people, man. Well, he doesn't, so we're just going to get rid of him. That's sad. I will, uh, miss, I will miss my old people. You'll shed a tear for about a day, then you'll be okay. We'll make more. I mean, you'll have the nuclear <laughs> You have the nuclear sunsets. <laughs> yeah, well, we might not be able to. 
Because we'll have nuclear sunsets. Uh-huh. Um, there might be police on every corner to arrest us liberals and mm. atheists. Yeah. Um, that's going a little far there. But hey. He's he's going to give us great things. When I When haven't I gone to an extreme? In this free nation, this interloper, this phony, this monster, what he had done to this nation. He had created the greatest spy apparatus the world had ever seen, and he gets away with it with that. What um, is he talking about? I don't know about him. Maybe he's talking about George Bush with the Patriot Act. Mm, I don't know. It sounded like he was going to clarify his thoughts okay. on that here in a second. Seen and he gets away with it with that sick smile of his hiding behind his wife and children, the nice guy Obama, and the rats in the media like Wolf Blitzer say nothing. You don't know the rage I have for them. You don't know what I would do if I had the power. And thankfully, well, we, you will never have Because we do know what you might do. <laughs> you have just told us that we should never, ever, ever allow you to have very much power at all like, because you, sir, would be a monster. Like, you shouldn't even have the TV remote. <laughs> don't know what I would do if I had the power. You have no idea. And that's why I made a decision many years ago, because I have such rage against the machine that I would stay where I I like that band. I do, too. I think it's a copyright infringement. <laughs> they should hit him for it. <laughs> that I would stay where I am, even if I had the opportunity to inveigle my way into a government, I would not want that power because I would probably use it like a, a hammer on an anvil. You like were, a tyrant. Like yeah. a petty fucking tyrant. Yeah. To get even with these people and oh. what they've done to this fine country. That's how I feel about it. So I'm glad I have no power. I'm Me too. Yeah, because <laughs> you would make this country less equal and less progressive and you'd make it more Hitler-esque. Uh-huh. I'm glad I am only a voice on the outside looking in. I'm one of the outraged Eddies out there. Let me tell you, I'm not outraged that happy today, Eddie. but I feel differently today about the country. I don't walk around fearing that it's all coming to an end. I don't walk around looking at little white children, to be honest with you, seeing future slaves anymore. Did you know that? Did you know that that's what I used to see? I'd walk around and look at little white children, I'd shake my head and I'd say, if this doesn't stop, these children will be slaves in their own nation. I, I, I... I think we uh, need to play that last bit back again, uh, because... I'm at a loss for that one. I'm going to just play that last bit back again here. You seeing future slaves anymore. Did you know that? Did you know that that's what I used to see? I'd walk around and look at little white children. I'd shake my head and I'd say, if this doesn't stop, these children will be slaves in their own nation. I would walk around looking at little white children saying that if this doesn't stop... They'll be slaves in their own nation. These little white children. Little white children, yes. To be honest with you. Um... Holy shit. I don't. Uh, and there are still radio stations who will play this guy and companies who will still be ad sponsors of yeah. his show. I. Uh, wow. I'm going to have to put this one out on our page because that was just flat out overt fucking racism. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't just saying I see children and I think they're going to be slaves in their own country. No. It's white children. Yeah, he went out of his way to say white children. Twice. To be honest with you. <laughs> and how does he... I mean, I, I'm wondering where he's coming from, how he saw them as, as if, becoming a slave. Well, and as if 
you know, in all of our minds, as we've listened to this clown over the years, that we didn't know that he was a racist dickhole. Yeah. Right? He has to say, little white children, to be honest with you, if I'm being honest, I have to be honest and tell you that I'm a racist fucking fucking asshole. And I love the alt-right. Oh, jeez. Not me, him. I was speaking as Michael Savage there. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw that one out on the page because that was... Wow! Yeah. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. I thought this was funny. Yeah? I thought this was really funny. <laughs> I also like the game of football, or as we call it here in America, soccer. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's soccer. Okay, soccer. Makes more sense to call it football, though, because you can only use your foot on the ball. Unless you're the True. goalie. Or you can use your head. See, I, pl- I, I played goalie. Why don't they call it foothead ball? Body or ball. head football. Or body ball, because you, you can use everything but your hands. Head football sounds like a porn title. So, so what is this story about the footballers? Oh, so in, uh, I'm, I almost said Yoranda. <laughs> now I'm going to fuck it up again. Yoranda. <laughs> they've made a movie about the hotels there. Um, <laughs> in Yoranda, uh, they've been having an issue with uh, voodoo. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've had to outlaw voodoo in soccer games after this place, uh, specifically and the funny thing is is i was looking at more of these clips and looking at youtube videos Uh it's not in this one but they literally have a guy sitting on the sideline in the voodoo garb with like a fire going on that's doing all these like chants on the sideline (laughs) it's like that's their their mascot their voodoo mascot they got their own witch doctor on the sideline yeah so in this game a player goes in for a header and he heads the ball off the crossbar and it doesn't go in so what the player did next was he ran back to the goal grabbed a chunk of grass that was touching the goal, uh, the goal, the side post, ran back to the sideline, handed the grass to a guy in the sideline. As he's trying to be stopped, players are trying to stop him from doing this, from the other team, hands it off. They give the, the grass to their voodoo guy. To they, the witch doctor. To the witch doctor. They go out and continue playing. A few minutes later, same exact play, he heads the ball in. <laughs> so they, they are attributing this goal to the witch doctor. <laughs> Well, it's not just a coincidence, Ryan. I mean, clearly he picked up the grass. He gave it to the witch doctor. The witch doctor, blessed it, did whatever voodoo well, he's going to do, the voodoo that he does so well, and then they got the goal. Well, now it's it's banned. No more witch doctors No more witch doctors at the game. No more voodoo. You have to do your voodoo in yeah. secret. And apparently, uh, it says coaches and players can face a steep fine and bans if found guilty of using witchcraft per the Ura- uh, Rwanda. Rwanda. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep fucking that up. Uh, new, t- news, new times. If a team is found guilty, they face three point deductions and a five of fine of uh, $600. Because I'm not going to say what their money currency is because it's just outrageous. 500,000 Rwandan francs or about $600. <laughs> that math has got to be horrible if you're going over there for vacation. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of hilarious that they that that the the practice of voodoo and having witch doctors on your sideline is now banned. So, so it's really funny. It the story ends with it says, "Here's 
Furwafa, which yeah. is the Rwandan Federal Football Federation yeah. or something or other. So so here's Furwafa Vice President Vadaste Kayaranga. I wouldn't even try I'm sure it. I butchered that. Sorry, Mr. Vadaste Kayaranga. Via the New York Times, quote, since there is no scientific way to prove the use of witchcraft, these measures will base upon reports from match officials and anything that is deemed to incite witchcraft will be put under consideration. Since yeah. there's no scientific <laughs> way to prove it, we'll just have to go on with, with what people think might incite yeah. witchcraft because clearly witchcraft is a thing. We can't prove it scientifically, but we'll just have to go with our, hey, with our best guesses. I saw Major League. <laughs> it's 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 real oh man <laughs> ah, so on that bombshell well, i guess that about wraps it up no more witchcraft or voodoo no in the rwandan footballs it was entertaining while it lasted you're gonna have to rely on your skill alone my friends and yeah go out there and practice no gods to help you anymore how would they handle like christian prayer wouldn't that be like, some kind of form of voodoo yeah they're 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 trying to get a deity to interfere with the game. To intervene, yeah. Can't do that. NFL needs to ban Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> no more praying because clearly it's influencing our games. You, you keep asking God to let you win. That's funny, right? Like why wouldn't they do that? Why wouldn't if they honestly believed that it had any impact Effect. at all, why wouldn't they say no you can't do that? It's unfair. Because they know it's bullshit. <laughs> that's a topic we'll have to explore in a future episode <laughs> well thank you all very much for tuning in uh, we will have some things in the future to announce yes we were maybe going to do it tonight but we're not going to so <laughs> <laughs> except for the website you can go and look at the website yeah. that'll be fun for you and me uh, let me know what you think if you have any ideas what other content would you like to see out there let me know you can send us an email now you can send me an email at dan at godlessrevolution.com or you can send yeah. Ryan an email. At, at Ryan at godlessrevolution.com. Or you can send Matt an email, and then we'll teach him how to use it. Yeah. Very soon. And you may get a reply. I mean, if you if you don't want Dan to know what you're saying, you can send it to me or Matt. Or just me, because Matt will... If you send it to Matt, no one will ever know what you said. <laughs> and, yeah, sure, certainly we're not going to share the information that you send to us with the other no. you know, co-hosts no. of the show. So, Sure. If you, if you want to just heap praise on Ryan yeah. alone, then please send him emails. If you like my wit, my witty banter and fucking up on words. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll have some general email aliases to send in other stuff and junk as well. But I have not set those up yet. So wait and f wait for more instruction, revolutionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, thank you all very much for listening, yeah. and we'll chat at you later. Love you. All right. <clears throat> My voice is all fucked. You partied too hard. I did, man. <laughs> I partied way too hard. That was my tummy. I was, I was, you, I'm like, was that your tummy or your butthole? <laughs> Fire con Dios, my <laughs> friends. Oh shit, I'm still recording all this. We got your sweet rap on there. <laughs>